Welcome to Uncommon Real Estate, where it's all about finding creative solutions for real estate agents and investors. In exclusive mastermind conversations with some of the brightest minds in real estate, you'll learn how to earn an extra six figures a year. Don't follow the herd. Be uncommon. Here are your hosts, multi-millionaire real estate agent and investor, Chris Craddock and Jeff Safright. Hey friends, welcome to another episode here of Uncommon Real Estate with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Today we have a special guest with us, Drew. Uh, Drew comes with us. He's a MAPS coach, uh, Keller Williams. Chris, why don't you go ahead and introduce Drew and then we'll jump into it today. Drew Lee, I'll tell you what, he is a total stud. I've loved getting to know him over the last few years and, uh, you know, we'll make you think differently about your bottom line, make you think differently about your business. He's been a coach for over a decade, coached top producers and all of Keller Williams and, uh, you know, just just will really make you start focusing on things that, that matter. Um, you know, again, I've, I've always known it's not about doing more, it's about doing more of what matters. And so this is kind of what, uh, what Drew focuses on, getting into the numbers and make things happen. So anyway, I am so excited to, to have Drew here with us today. Drew, tell us about yourself. What brought you to where you are today? A lot of, a lot of luck and trial and error, I'll tell you that. You know what? Nobody succeeds alone. This is, this is truly I am where I am because of a, a lot of great relationships over the years and a lot of uncharted territory. You know, I never expected to be here, frankly, doing what I'm doing. I woke up one day and said, hey, I'm going to go sell some houses. That was in 03. So I, I remember the last, the last shift. I remember going through it. And, it's, and now it's interesting because all of a sudden, I'm, I'm going back and reciting, you know, scripts and dialogue and having conversations that it feels like Groundhog Day. As I remember this, we talked about this 10 years ago. The, the, the books and the words of shift are now more relevant than ever. Right. You know, the stuff that you're doing right now, obviously you're, you're more in the coaching world than, than the production world, which I think is so powerful for all of us because, you know, the power in coaching is compressing, you know, decades into days, right? Learning from other people. Uh, I'm reading the book right now, The Road Less Stupid. And so the, the idea of, of not making the same stupid mistakes. Ah, look at that! Yeah! Uh, that was so unplanned. If you have not read this, I will tell you, this was the, the arguably the best book uh, I read last year, if not perhaps ever. And uh, I'm reading it again for the second time and highlighting it as we go. That is, that's hilarious. I love it. I love it. Uh, but it's, it's just so interesting because so many of us feel like we've got to just learn the hard way, make our own mistakes, make our own way. And, and even when we do it, oftentimes we don't evaluate the mistakes that we're making. And so then we make the same stupid mistakes over and over and over again. And how much powerful would it be? How much better would all of our lives and our businesses be if we learned from other people and allowed somebody to kind of objectively look at our business and tell us, Hey, you're being stupid here. Stop. <laughs> so well, tell us, you know, Chris, that's one of the, that's one of the interesting parts is, you know, it's like, uh, how much time do you say, well, I wish I worked more on my business than in my business, or if only I had more time, I would work on my business more. And yet, you know, from a coaching perspective, that's all I do. 90% of my world is just working on businesses. I spend very little, you know, 10% of my time is actually working in it. My, my wife sells, and then we're, uh, we're also professional investors. So, I can, I can honestly say on a flip side, this time of this chaos and all the things that are happening right now, from an investment standpoint, oh, we've been waiting, you know, and I trust everyone out there that's sitting on cash or, uh, or can get liquid in some ways. They're, they're just sitting there waiting like they're at a buffet and they're first in line. 
Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Tony Robbins always says that, you know, like when winter comes, I mean, be ready because winter is when winter is when fortunes are made or lost. And I'll tell you what, I 100 percent I'm calling all my friends with cash, calling everybody just saying, let's get some stuff together. Let's get ready. Because honestly, when there's pain, there's that's when there's opportunity. You know, that's when you can solve the problem. So tell us um, the average business. I mean, you're, you're coaching people all the time. What I love about about talking to people that are coaching and working on other people's business is they're able to step back and objectively see problems that people are facing because a lot of times we don't know what we don't know because if we did know, we'd make the fix. So what are you seeing in businesses regularly where you're saying, man, if people knew this, they would make a change here? Well, you know, it's a great question. If we knew what was happening 30 days ago, if we knew how life was going to change as we know it a month ago, how would you have prepared? It's like, you know, you look at the Titanic and you watch the movie and I'm talking about the song. It's like, okay, had they known they were going to hit an iceberg, either A, you wouldn't have gotten on the darn boat to begin with, or B, you would have made sure there were enough lifeboats for everybody. And the truth is that that movie is very applicable right now. There aren't enough lifeboats for the number of people in this industry. You got to be first. You got to be first to get your butt in a seat, get on the boat and be prepared that, you know what? you're going to watch in the background and you're going to see something happen and it's going to be, it's going to be kind of a sad state of affairs and you're going to celebrate that you're in a, in a floating seat, not in the sunken one. Yeah. And so there's two pieces there. What I know you do. So, so give us one or two, you know, practical examples saying, I see this is what people are doing. Stop it and do this. And then two, I also know that you, uh, part of your specialty is digging down in the numbers and the financials of stuff. What is one thing that you're seeing on that front as well that people need to stop doing and what is something they should start doing with that? Uh, great question. The first thing they should start doing is over or stop doing is overpaying people. You know, when it comes to budgeting, we are paying our people too much with the interest of retention. And I don't mean our staff people. Our staff people are actually probably paying too less or too, too little. It's our, it's, our, uh, it's our salespeople we're paying way too much. Our cost of sales have gotten out of control. We're paying them more, allowing them more freedom, allowing them to do different things. We've gotten really, really creative as we've gotten further and further away from the last economic downturn. Stop it. Stop it. I mean, here's your dialogue. That compensation plan is no longer available with the company. We'd love for you to stay and in the interest of retaining our staff, retaining our people, and most importantly, being able to invest in our lead gen, that compensation plan has to go away. I trust that you'll trust us and stay part of our team. It's right. just that simple. We can't keep going this route. And there's a quote from uh, there's a quote from the book, actually, The Road Less Stupid. It says, "How your business, how you run your business during the good times, is only true predictor of how well your business will cope in the bad times." So good. I mean, it, it kind of makes uh, it's like a almost opposite, but the the same truth to the fact of like getting to the culture of and the core of who you are. So I think about this with with money. A lot of times, people think about uh, money. You know, oh well, when people get you know have money, it, it you know it'll change people, but it doesn't change people. It just shows a magnifying glass on on who they really were, you know, are they going to use it for good and, and, and good things? Or are they going to, you know, how are they going to use it? Same thing with your business. All of a sudden, you know, when bad times are there, you know, it shows that magnifying, is it a really solid business or has it been set up in a way that's, that's not built on the rock, built on the sand and when the waves come and 
falls down. And, and, and I think, we, you know, for the most part, we know these things. We know them logically. We see ourselves making a mistake. It's like, all right, if you want to lose weight, the double cheeseburger and the large order of fries that's in your hands, okay, taking the next step and putting them in your body is a bad move, okay? It's going to be counterproductive, all right? Chocolate cake equals large, heavy bottom, okay? That just ends up what it, what it is. So there's, there's another quote right out of the book. I love that it brought this up because this was so unprepared is uh, never delay taking corrective action once a problem has been recognized. Hoping for better conditions in the future so the problem will solve itself is a fool's game. Procrastination magnify, magnifies problems. Well, isn't it ironic that this, this uh, section that, I'm, that I happen to have highlighted and I was going over at the moment is labeled a crisis is a terrible thing to waste? What are we in right now? Say that again. Yeah. Say that again. A crisis is a terrible thing to waste. For all the agents that are out here sitting this one out, sitting on the sidelines, you know, just taking an extended vacation, you're missing your opportunity. You're missing your chance. You're missing the thing that, that all these times you're like, man, I wish I would have been alive during that time, or I wish I would have been in the business during that time. This is the time is what I hear you saying. Yes. We're, we're all living in a, in, a, in a historic moment that one day we're going to tell our, our kids about that are young or grandkids about the next generation of salespeople and real estate agents are going to come in and say, you know, what happened? What happened in 2020? That's the crazy thing. And, and I think back to the, uh, to, to the 2008, I, I was just on a webinar with a number of people that, that were in the 2008. And, and honestly, that's when businesses were built and exploded or businesses fell apart because some people were ready and some people shifted and some people just didn't. And so... That, that's that's a huge piece. So, um, so tell me, uh, Drew, what what would be the what would be a couple things that you're seeing? So financially, pay you know don't pay people too much. Um, what are some of the other things that you're seeing people do on the finance side that's helping them uh, helping them win at a higher level? Just cutting the unnecessary. I mean, we all have expenses that that are unnecessary. We know we know better. You know, there are a thousand channels on on, on uh, cable and how many do you actually watch or do you watch it? You know, when, when uh, Gary Keller did his, his, uh, you know, his live session on shift and how it's, it's almost like it's here, you know, my wife and I live pretty lean and mean as it is. And yet we found $1,200 within a half an hour of that, um, you know, that session, that live, that Facebook live, um, yeah. we found $1,200 we could instantly cut and things that just, you know what, let's cut it now and we'll see how it impacts our life. You know, if you if you read the book, uh, it's actually uh, the book Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. One of the things that he shares is he, he talks a lot about Parkinson's law, and Parkinson's law says a luxury once enjoyed becomes a necessity. Well, I'm going to ask you: Is it really? You know, if you had to, could you could you not live without it? How about you? How about you test that on, cut those expenses, and then see what kind of impact it really makes in your life? You might actually end up with, you know, heaven forbid, more quality time with your family. <laughs> absolutely absolutely you got a newer agent in the business somebody coming in they're coming into a business where the world is going to be different now knowing what you know today coaching all the agents you've coached what would be a couple of the pieces of advice that you would throw out there to them well i'm going to first say this to every mega agent out there be afraid of them because they're gonna come in knowing nothing else and they're gonna come in with a building attitude 
not a running away retreating attitude. So we know many top agents today that came in in 09. They knew nothing else. They're coming in with fire, with tenacity, with grit, determination, and they're saying, okay, well, why not versus, well, why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we go out and door knock and prospect and farm and do the traditional things that have helped grow businesses? So while others were retreating, they're advancing. Those are the ones you first should be afraid of and then be hiring and looking about acquiring talent. For those people individually, you know what? Go get a really great set of muffling earplugs and ignore the noise because the people that are out there in the business are going to be telling you, don't do that. You know what? You know, be fearful. They're going to be giving you a lot of bad advice. And I remember the agents of, of 08, of 09 that came in brand new during the shift. First thing they had to do is just ignore and muffle the noise. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to get up there. I'm going to make my calls. I'm going to go meet people. And every single day in this industry, we have one job. More people connect you when they connect real estate. That law has, that rule has never changed. If you wake up every single day and at the end of the day, more people think about you when they think about your service and your product, you've won the day. If less people think about you when they think of your service and your product, you've lost the day. You lose too many of those days, you're going to go and you're going to get a job. You win more of those days, you'll be the person that's on a podcast in a year or two saying, what'd you do? How'd you dominate? How'd you grow a business in two years? And you're one of the top people in the country. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. That's awesome. I love it. So I, I kind of hear one of the things I heard you saying is, is, in some ways is, is it's time to farm. It's time to go hyper local. It's, it's time to do some of these things. Absolutely. You know, it's, it doesn't cost a lot to go hyper local. And, you know, people, people really need to connect with somebody that's out there. That's a caring voice that wants the best for them and, and can help them get what they need. One of the first things that I did when they when they started shutting things down here is is I just hand delivered a, a letter to 360 doors in my in my neighborhood community, just saying, "Hey, here I am. You know, if you need anything, here's my wife. Here here's myself. Uh, let us know, right?" And just the response that I've gotten from that letter alone has been incredible. I've had ten neighbors call and say they want to, uh, you know, they want to they want to connect as soon as this whole thing is over, just to meet up and just to just to know who I am and why I would you know write that letter. Awesome. So that day you absolutely won 100%. Over 300 more people thought about you when they thought of real estate than they had the day before. And that's the simple game that we're playing every day. And the thing I love about, you know, thinking about winning every day is, you know, at the end of the year, oftentimes we don't hit our goals and we're like, man, how'd I miss my goal? But the reality is, you know, to win the, win the year, you got to win the month, to win the month, you got to win the, you know, the week, to win the week, you got to win the day and you win five days, seven days a week and, and you win. I mean, and, and the crazy thing is just like they talk about in Atomic Habits, you know, you don't have to win unanimously, right? You just have to win by majority vote. You know? So you got to win more than you lose to win, right? So I, that's, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know, you think about any major sport these days, you know, above 500 will almost get you into the postseason, depending upon any given year. You know what? There, I mean, there have been years, let's face it, depending upon what division you're in in the NFL, you can end up being below 500. You, you've got to win six months, seven months out of the year. You know, three, three or four out of, out of seven days. You're yeah. absolutely right. You just have to win enough of the time. And uh, right out of James Clear's book, don't let two days go in a row where you blow the diet and you blow your habits. Absolutely. Cool. So as we're, uh, as we're getting ready to wrap up here, give us, 
one or two just practical things like do this now and you will win thing for us to just have people walk away and just say, this is what I'm going to do and this is going to make me win. Get your touch plan to your database solidified in place, no excuses. Okay, we've been told for years and years, have a 33 touch, have a 36 touch, have a 40 touch. It doesn't matter if it's 12 or if it's 200 touches in a row. If every single month you wake up and you say, one, two, three, what three touches is everyone in my network gonna get this month? You will win that month, okay? So at the end of every quarter, they should have gotten, they should have received nine touches. They could all be automated with one phone call. How hard is that? Okay, complexity is the enemy of execution. Keep it simple, keep it simple. It can be emails, it can be postcards, it can be going to see them, it can be picking up the phone, but at the end of the each and every quarter, connect with those people and you will win in this marketplace. Because I want you to think of yourself as a bear, okay? Here's the good news. You got woke up. It's the middle of winter. You got woke up early for whatever reason, and you're awake and the rest of the, the entire bear population is sleeping. Go hunting. Jeff, you got anything else for us to, uh, that, actually Drew, I guess one of my favorite questions, what should we have asked that we didn't ask? I, I don't know, I think we actually, I think we did a pretty good job covering of what's important, what's important right now. And, and I would say actually use that acronym, use that acronym, W-I-N, what's important now? Keep that in front of you at all times. Take advantage of what's in front of you. Spend some more time with your family. And if anything, if anything else, we have missed a moment in time and a moment in history if we are not all most grateful human beings and a, and a generation of gratitude coming out of this moment in time. Our liberties have been stripped. We've been giving them away. You know, we've, we've self-quarantined. We've basically said, I'm going to give away my liberties. I'm going to let them go for the good of mankind, okay? If we don't have more to be grateful for when we get out of this, we've missed it. We've missed a moment in time. You know, we're already as a, as a society, as, as Americans, you know, we're already missing that moment. I mean, let's face it, a third of the world's population can't go and just click on the water faucet and get something clean to drink. And we forget that every single day and take it for granted. So are we gonna do the same thing when this comes and it's, this goes and surpasses? Or are we gonna take this time and say, you know what? I'm going to be grateful for every single day and all of the things that are in front of us. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, this concludes another episode of Uncommon Real Estate uh, with your host, Chris Craddock, myself, Jeff Safright. Drew Lee, love having you on. It was a great time. Hey, for everyone else, we appreciate you being on. Uh, until next time, have a great day. Go get it. And uh, hey, what's, what's the WIN acronym again? Uh, what's important now? All right. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Uncommon Real Estate. Subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest mastermind conversations from Chris, Jeff, and other uncommon real estate industry leaders. If you love this podcast, please write us a review. And to fast track your real estate career, go to chriscraddock.com.